two, mic check, one, two, one, two, y'all, y'all, good day, good day, welcome back to the Wonderland podcast, it's your host on the loose, A2, aka the Brown Wonder, about to kick it off, thank you so much to everyone who had a geese at the first episode, the introduction, funny when I listen back to it though, you get a real, uh, you get real critical on things like, man, I should have said things this way or that way or... I just completely forgot to mention stuff, but hey, there's plenty of time for all that, hey, we've got a whole season to remember things, you probably didn't even think I was going to do an episode two, ah, I'm back, let's go. Um, I mentioned it at the end of the last episode, but I've got to mention it up front now, I have a fundraising campaign for the Cancer Council, hashtag do it for cancer, head to doitforcancer.com.au and search for the Brown Wonder, any donation is a massive help and 100% all goes to the Cancer Council, donations go towards cancer research and awareness, providing financial assistance to someone with cancer who is experiencing uh, severe financial difficulties, uh, make sure there's a cancer nurse available as support practically and emotionally and so much more so yeah get to donating when you can if you can uh much appreciated yeah episode two let's go so before i start i actually had another episode lined up to upload but i woke up this morning and uh shouldn't be on facebook first thing in the morning but you know saturday came across a video of a young girl a maori girl in new zealand who was put in a pretty difficult situation. Well, long story short, some racial issues that she encountered in a public place. I should say her name. Her name's Ayomai Nuku Tarafiti. She's 15. She deserves to have her name spoken. Uh, It's pretty heart-wrenching, the actual video. Um, She explains how she and her cousin went shopping at a store, chain store in New Zealand called Farmers. An employee came up to her. Well, they were just walking around, you know, looking for presents looking for presents to buy. They're walking around and an employee comes up to them and pretty much asks them to leave. They were seen on security footage and around. Employees were alerted that uh, they might not be there to buy anything, I guess. Yeah, and then there was a back and forth, an encounter. From what I understand, uh, just from you know watching the video and I read a few articles that journalists, from New Zealand journalists, it sounds like it's they were profiling these two cousins. Whether it was racially motivated, uh, that's not for me to say. So yeah, like pretty much profiled from video footage of the farmer's staff member who... But that wasn't so much... I mean, that happens all the time. Like, for me, I get it. (laughs) Look, I get it. People watching me, uh, watching my every move when I go walk into Kmart or something. But, you know, so that particular staff member, employee, actually turned to the 15-year-old, turned to IMY and told her that she looked undesirable. That was actually the part that kind of got me. Undesirable. She's only 15. And an adult tells her that she looks undesirable desirable and like she could have used like any other words like could have said brown black or you look you know ugly fat kind of straight to the point but undesirable you look undesirable and got me thinking the hell does that even mean like undesirable means not wanted undesirable means unaccepted unpleasant um unenviable unappealing unfortunate unwished for nasty it's as if you put a you've just put the curse on someone when you describe someone as those things this like you've just thrown all those words into one 
to a 15 year old girl and like she breaks down in the video in the video she just just breaks down and just broke my heart like damn there's a lot of things that you know children are going through at the moment um there's that, that tragic incident down in tasmania where five primary school students died from a freak accident i mean there's kidnappings and abductions kids going missing all the time man when things happen to kids it just just breaks your heart eh? but this one especially is a bit too close for home She's 15 years old. She hasn't experienced a lot of the worldly things. Would the employee have said the same thing if it was non-Maori person? Who knows? I don't know. But the fact that she did kind of takes it to a whole nother place. I mean, if this was said to an adult, like an adult would know how to react, whether it be bad or good, that'd still be in like a reaction. But she's 15. She doesn't know how to react. She's probably got questions like, like, why are they saying this to me? Why am I being singled out? How do I react? Who do I tell? Who's in the wrong? Do I just walk away or just stand there and take it? And for someone who's still kind of in their growth stage, still growing, still experiencing things, these are the things that influence their future, embedded in them, ingrained in how they live, changes the way they see things, and they didn't even have to see that. Oh man, there's like so many questions, eh, in this issue. Like, I guess the biggest one is why do people actually express hate or derogatory comments, whether racially motivated or not, um, or just plain hate speech, and express it towards someone else. It's like, uh, I just don't get it. I'm not even, this podcast isn't even me trying to offer solution or, or answers, because I'm kind of at a loss for it. So man, if we, like, if you have any questions or any comments about this issue, because it's pretty heavy, maybe write them in the comments on my Instagram or Facebook, and we'll have a bit of a discussion on it, because it's so easy to get angry, to, to look through angry eyes and just want to attack. Like, I don't think it's ever affected me this much. Not even the whole, like, Black Lives Matter movement affected me, like, what young OMI went through. And I guess I've kind of put, in my life, I've put up this kind of wall. I like to think I'm immune to racism. I'm pretty, like, physically, I'm pretty in intimidating. I'm fortunate in that way. Like, no one will ever say it to my face. Uh, but I do. I do know it happens. Like, I do know people cross the road. I do know people hold their bags a little tighter when they walk past me. I guess there's more fear than anything. But then, I guess, yeah, you start going into stereotypes and... Although I have had, I guess one instance was in school, in high school here. I was late to an exam once, turned up to the classroom and the teacher's there with his the exam paper and I walk in and he throws it on the floor. He throws the exam papers on the floor in front of me. What the fuck? And I tell him, honestly, I was legit sorry for turning up late. I was playing basketball in the courts. Pretty intense game of basketball, that's why I was late. And then he just looked at me and said, I don't even care if you're having sex, which is highly unlikely the way you look. Bruh. <laughs> I'm legit, that's legit what he said. Like, a, a weird thing to say. I was in year 11, and he throws me that line. I'm like, Duff. picked up the paper, and I threw it across the room, and a couple of other students had to hold me back. So I left the class and ended up doing the exam. I don't even know how I got through high school, to be honest. Yeah, as I was walking out the gate, I stopped, and I turned around, I was legit going to go back in and strangle him so I could look him in the eyes. These are those little tests, see, that you go through in life. That kind of test your character and because there are consequences uh, for reacting uh, like that and sometimes you go through the scenarios in the head look depending on the situation sometimes you don't have the time so you just react you just act but there are consequences either way i guess which is why this needs to be um, kind of more of a discussion because you can't really change the way people think like the whole discrimination like racial thing like it is a um you're not born with it it's an attitude that you learnt. it's it's your upbringing it's the environment that you're in could it be like just a comment, like a heat of the moment kind of thing? Who knows? Or can you be like racist for five minutes, ten minutes, and then go back to normal? I don't know.
Actually, there was one incident that me and my wife, my wife's gone through a bit of experience, a few things in her life, but there was one time when me and my wife actually going to a wedding reception. You know, I'm going to say it, at the Mirage in Newport, we were standing there at the reception desk asking the receptionist where the uh, where to go for the reception. And she kind of just looked at us and didn't say anything. And then there was another couple who came up behind us and up to the reception desk and asked where to go for the wedding reception. And she gave them the direction straight away. And here, me and my wife are just standing there like, what? in the hell just happened there and we just stood there a couple more couples that came to the reception desk asking where to go and receptionist told them where to go just gave them directions and here we are just still standing there it was pretty pretty demeaning to be honest like all the couples that went past us we were Aussie uh, white Australians so it was, was kind of hard not to think that it wasn't racially motivated so I think we were the only the coloured people there we were all dressed up you know my wife doesn't go to those things without in her words getting zhuzhed up zhuzhed up and yeah, we, we did ask twice where to go, like where the reception was being held. And both times we just got the evil eyes, like, why are you here? What are you doing here? And who do you think you are kind of thing? But again, these are little, little tests you go through in life, eh? That just, they want to see how you react to it because there's always going to be consequences. It's not a very good feeling at all. Just wanted to throw that in there because I just remembered it. But man, it's kind of hard talking about this kind of heavy issues on your own, eh? Because you can't bounce off people. But look... This all came about because I am my Nuku Tarafiti. Much respect to you. Thank you for speaking out, for telling your story. You're a beautiful, inspirational young girl. Uh, and just know that you've made a difference. You legit made me change my podcast. <laughs> but all the best. Much love and respect to you, your whanau, and anyone else who was touched by this, her story, or has seen the video. Yeah, probably won't upload a podcast before Christmas. So wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Um, happy holiday season. A couple of cool episodes lined up going up to the Gold Coast uh, to interview uh, one of the bros. Uh, I won't say his name now because it's going to be a surprise, but a pretty well-respected um, artist and a pioneer in uh, a pioneer in Australian R&B. So uh, there's a clue for you. Don't forget leave any comments or questions on my Instagram or Facebook page, The Brown Wonder W U N D A. Much love to all. Uh, stay safe. Uh, don't drink and drive. And we'll see you. We'll see you episode three. Hey, I'm on a roll now. Peace.